Hello and welcome back to the Embrace the Mud podcast. Today we are going to be talking about something truly foundational, something really, really um, fundamental, and that is how your relationship with yourself impacts your romantic relationship. I know that's a big one, so let's get cozy, maybe grab a cup of joe, and let's dive right in. listening to the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, and life-giving relationships. Why focus on relationships? Because the quality of our intimate partnerships and close connections influences our health, happiness, and longevity more than anything else in our lives. Relationships matter a lot. So together, let's jump into the mud, aka our messy relationships, pull some weeds, plant some seeds, and create an enriching environment where strong relationships can take root. I am your grateful host, Dara Posner. I am a relational disaster working toward relational mastery. I am also a positive psychology coach, a relational mindset coach, a blogger, and now a podcaster. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Embrace the Mud podcast, where we discuss all things related to healthy, joyful, life-giving relationships. If you are a fan of this podcast, please subscribe, follow, like, review, and share. Your engagement in this way is crucial to the success of the podcast, and I appreciate you taking just a few seconds to support my mission, which is to help people like you flourish in life and love. Okay, so let's just start at the very beginning. Your relationship with yourself. Have you given much thought to that? Have you really ever reflected on, do I have a good relationship with myself? Or what does it mean to have a relationship with oneself? Is that something that you approach consciously? It's so important to do so because for me, your relationship with yourself is a lot like the foundation of a house. If it's shaky, the whole thing could come tumbling down. So what does a healthy self-relationship look like and how does it compare to an unhealthy one? In a healthy self-relationship, you're like your own wonderful lifelong best friend. You know, the kind of friend who's just always there for you, would never, you know, abandon you, especially in a time of need. That friend who lifts you up and tells you how awesome you are, even on your worst days. When you have this relationship with yourself, you embrace your own quirks and flaws, you can set boundaries, and you prioritize self-care. In an unhealthy self-relationship, that's a lot like being stuck in a toxic friendship. You're your own worst critic. You doubt your own decisions, feel often unworthy, and you may even spend a lot of time comparing yourself to other people. Self-care takes a backseat and boundaries are, well, they're about as sturdy as a house of cards. So maybe you're wondering, what does this have to do with my romantic relationships? Well, how you feel about yourself and how you treat yourself spills over into every aspect of your life and especially your romantic relationship. When you have a healthy self-relationship, it's like you're bringing a vibrant bouquet of self-love and confidence to your romantic partnership. 
you are secure in who you are. So that means you can communicate honestly and openly. You can set healthy boundaries and you can more easily trust your partner. When you have this healthy relationship with you, it's like a strong breeze that fills your relationship's sails and propels it forward in the direction that you really want to go. But if you're struggling with self-doubt and self-criticism, that can create a stormy sea in your relationship. Insecurities can lead to jealousy, communication breakdowns, and lots of just unnecessary arguments. It's more like a thunderstorm that rolls in and makes everything a bit more complicated than it needs to be. So let's talk about solutions. How do you improve your relationship with yourself and by extension, your romantic relationship? Well, first off comes self-love. And again, (laughs) self-love, I always like to remind you, is not selfish. It is necessary. And in order to practice self-love, you need to begin with self-compassion. You need to be able to treat yourself the way you would treat your very best friend. And when that inner critic chimes in, you kindly remind it to take a hike. Next, you need to really approach self-care with open arms. Uh, You need to do the things that make you feel amazing, whether that's dancing like nobody's watching, reading a good book, indulging in a bubble bath, or maybe practicing some some bigger, more serious forms of self-care like, you know, um, fixing your financial situation. Maybe you have a lot of debt that you need to pay down. Maybe you haven't been to the doctor or dentist in a while and you just really need to make that appointment that you've been putting off. Or maybe you just need to get away for a day or a weekend or maybe a whole week like I'm doing right now. I'm in Florida kind of just having my annual uh, Dara time where I get to take care of myself, relax, get lots of sleep, do some journaling. Today, I did a wonderful uh, belief change meditation, um, you know, and just really, really prioritizing whatever it is that you really need from you right now. And again, remembering that self-care isn't a luxury. It truly is a necessity. And speaking of necessities, let's not forget about setting boundaries. Boundaries is something I talk a lot about on this podcast, which you know if you're a regular listener, and that is because boundaries are your superpower in life and relationships. They're like a huge no trespassing sign that keeps out negativity and harm and really lets in what's healthy and good, you know, those good vibes and healthy, nourishing, high-value experiences. And lastly, remember that self-improvement is a journey. It's not a destination. And along the way, if you need to seek help from a counselor or a therapist or an experienced coach, it's okay to do that. Sometimes, you know, you need wise guides on your journey when you're navigating the tricky terrain of self-discovery and self-love. All right, so it's time to wrap up our episode for today. And so I just want to invite you to please remember your relationship with yourself is the bedrock upon which your romantic relationship stands. So nurture it with care, kindness, self-love, and watch your romantic connection flourish. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe or follow. Leave a review if you haven't already. Share with a friend if you feel like there's someone in your life who could really benefit from listening to this today. And as always, just keep loving, keep growing, and keep being the amazing, unique you that you are. If you want to stay connected with me, please follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Embrace the Mud and slide into my DMs. I would love to hear from you. If you're listening to this podcast and realizing you could really use some support with your relationship with yourself and coaching is something that you are open to considering, head over to mudcoaching.com. Read um, who I work with, what I do, how I do it, and if it resonates, click the contact button, fill out the short form, and we will be in touch very soon. All right, I'll be back real, real soon with another episode here on the Embrace the Mud podcast. Until then, please remember you are wired for love and connection. You are capable of love and connection. You are worthy of love and connection. I'll see you next time.